WPGU News Desk, here's today's headlines on WPGU 1071, Champagne's Alternative. From WPGU News, I'm Justin Malone. It's Monday, October 19th, 2020. Voting season has officially begun in Champaign County. WPGU's Jane Knight reports. Champaign County opened 11 early voting sites today, October 19th, in preparation for the November 3rd election. The early voting option gives registered voters in Champaign County the opportunity to avoid crowded polling places on Election Day and as an alternative to mail-in ballots. Some of the voting locations include the Activities and Recreation Center, Illini Union, and the University YMCA. Early voting sites are open Monday through Friday from 8 a.m. to 7 p.m. and weekends from 9 a.m. to 5 p.m. For first-time voters and those who have had a change of address, it is encouraged to bring two forms of identification, but past voters do not need anything to cast their ballot. Registered voters can still either vote on Election Day, mail in their ballots, or leave them at one of the many Dropbox locations on campus. For more information regarding the voting process and polling locations, visit the Champaign County Clerk's website. For WPGU News, this is Jane Knight. Champaign drivers can expect nighttime closures on major highways starting this week. WPGU's Tara Mobasher has more. Interstate 57 and 74 are set to resume construction in western Champaign as a part of Governor J.B. Pritzker's Rebuild Illinois plan. Because both bridges involved on the project are due for replacement, the new structures will aid travelers with safer and more efficient transportation. Nighttime closures will be utilized at 10 p.m. to 6 a.m. on Sundays through Thursdays, with detours being set up in place. During remaining times, at least one lane will be available for travel. The total cost of the project will eventually amount to about $29,217,217 and is expected to be finished by August of 2021. With WPGU News, this is Tara Mobasher. The state of Illinois is continuing to utilize emergency funding to aid underserved communities. WPGU's Emily Crawford has the story. Governor J.B. Pritzker has allocated $30 million in funding to help support immigrants and refugees living in the state of Illinois impacted by the coronavirus. Working through the Coronavirus Urgent Remediation Emergency Support Program, or CURES, $18 million will go towards housing and utility assistance for families in need, while $4.5 million will support unemployment and job training services, and $4 million will be used to provide healthcare education. The funding allocation plan was designed to reach Illinois residents in need, as many affected by the coronavirus may be unable to receive federal funding. To be eligible to receive support, applicants must be Illinois residents who have been financially affected by the health crisis, with priority given to those who are not eligible for federal stimulus or other public benefits. From WPGU News, I'm Emily Crawford. Over the weekend, the Illinois Department of Natural Resources sponsored a statewide Asian carp cookout to attempt to introduce Illinoisans to the culinary potential of the invasive species. Asian carp have posed a threat to the marine ecosystem of the state for multiple years as government officials attempt to quell the spread of the species into the Great Lakes. Until recently, efforts have focused on the installation of physical barriers in the Chicago, Illinois, and Mississippi rivers. Now, pressure is being put on seafood producers and consumers to overfish Asian carp to extinction. Multiple companies have partnered with the Illinois DNR to assist in their messaging, emphasizing the fish's ease of preparation and economical sourcing potential for restaurants. 
Ecologists worry that the spread of Asian carp into the Great Lakes could choke native populations of fish, endangering the natural ecosystem. The United States is continuing to help broker deals between Israel and Arab nations. WPGU's Anne McEwen has more. On Sunday, Israel and Bahrain agreed to establish formal diplomatic relations, making it the fourth Arab state to normalize ties with Israel. U.S. Treasury Secretary Steven Mnuchin and Israeli Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu's National Security Advisor Marir Ben Shabbat oversaw the delegations. This deal formalizes Bahrain's promise to establish ties with Israel at a White House ceremony last month. The agreement has come under heavy criticism from multiple groups, including Palestinians, who are currently fighting for their own sovereign recognition, Bahraini civil society groups, and opposition figures. Israel's agreement to the UAE and Bahrain have marked diplomatic victories for the Trump administration and Netanyahu close to the upcoming November 3rd election. For WPGU News, I'm Anne McEwen. For WPGU News, I'm Justin Malone.